We try to connect it where we can. Okay. Like when you, we'll try to mix everything. We'll try. Okay, we're back after a long time. One second, I have to record this also. Yeah. Yeah, recording. This is the recording in progress. Important also. <coughs> okay. We're continuing with where we left off. Torah Kav Dalit. Seif Dalit. We're in the middle. And before we continue, we're going to go a little into <coughs> Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai a little bit, not so much, as he relates to the rectification of Rabbi Akiva, okay, and his connection a little to Aaron Akohen, because uh, Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai passed away on Chai Iyar, which in the Sfira is Yudche, is uh, is is Hot uh, Lag Baumer 33 day, but in the sphere combination, it's Hod of Hod. And Hod is the Mida of Aharon. How is Hod the Mida of Aharon? Aharon corresponds to a Kohen, and Kohen we know is Chesed, Levi is Gvura, Israel is Tiferet. How in the world does, Ahar- does Aharon connect to Hod? It's it, right? You know, you know the, how it works, right? Chesed, Avraham, uh, Gvura, Yitzchak. Tiferet, right, is, uh, is Yaakov Avinu. <coughs> Netzach is Moshe Rabbeinu. Hod Aharon. Yesod is Yosef Atzadik. And Malchut is David Melech. That's the order that Arizal puts in. Nachon, there's different opinions. You want to bring me the Vilna Gaon? No, no, no. We'll stick to the Arizal for now. How's that sound? Okay? We'll stick to the Arizal. He's okay to Arizal to, to follow. It's okay, right? It's not, it's not so bad. Nishkefenech. So, <clears throat> what is Aharon more associates with Chesed? Because the idea of the Kohanim is Chesed, right? We know that. That's what we're taught about. We're taught that. And Levi also is, is Gevura. You know, how, how, does, how does this fit in? How does it fit in? So, the Arizal says that Hod is the, in a way, the revelation of the power of the upper Svirot. Everything starts with Chesed. Chesed is the starting point of the lower seven Svirot. The lower sphere, in other words, the revelation of energy of Hashem's attributes in this world starts at Chesed. Chokhmah Bina Dat is, is above. Chokhmah, the Chokhmah of, of Hashem, the Bina, the Dat, that's hidden still. We want Midot, because the whole purpose of Torah is what? Is Chuvan Masim Tovim. Midot, good Midot. The acts of Chesed, know when to exercise Gevura. No one does Tiferet. Even in that, there's also Torah study. But the goal of the wisdom of the Torah is the Maasim, is the actions, okay? So the Hod, the... So the seven lowers are the actions? Yeah. Above Chabad is the mentalities. They're called the Mochim. Mochim. Mentalities, they're above. What does that mean? That means it's the potential. The potential of, of, uh, of, of, uh, of the Torah. The potential of what I'm supposed to do, the teaching of it, the instruction, the guidelines, okay, and uh, and the, and the Zion Sfirot come to reveal attributes due to Chokhmah Bina Dat. So this potential, and is the actual Chabad is still considered potential, and we have to break it down to actuality. Visit Hashem, okay. So in that Hod being. On the left column, you remember the map? I'll show you the map again, so you can see what we're talking about. In the map of the Spirit, you have three columns. The right, middle, and the left, right? This column here? 
So these three, Chochmah, Chesed, Netzach, are aligned in Chesed. They follow, they follow a, 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 a pattern. Chochmah is to give, okay? Chesed is to give. Netzach also is a, is a giving that lasts, okay? Bina is having to you know to understand understand when to give over the chokhmah. It's like a restriction, a restraint. Gvura also for sure, that's gvura. Hod also hod plants, but you know with with force. This is how it is, and period. That's the idea of hod. Hod finalizes what's in gvura. The middle is a balance. Okay, da'at is Wait a second, you said like this, let's maybe consider this and this and this and that, and let's do it like this. It's to make a compromise. That is like a compromise between the Chochmah attitude and the Bina attitude. Bina wants to give, but with a lot of restraint. Chochmah just wants to give without restraint. Dad knows how to make the balance. Shalom bite. <laughs> that is the Shalom bite, okay? And Tiferet also is like that, the balance between Gvor and Chesed. Yesod for sure is like that, for Yishmael Brit, the whole idea of Brit. We're not more, we're not, what are they called? Those guys who don't, who don't get married and the Salavits, whatever, you know, the people who are like nuns and, and those type of people where they don't get married. We're not extreme, you know, there's no Tavat Niuv, there's, there's no Tavat, there's no sexual relationships at all. It's all just, you know, being separated, like, like the, the, whatever they have, and the, the, the Christians, I don't monasteries. know. Uh, Mormons, more, uh, Mormons. No, monasteries, no, whatever, okay, priests, whatever you call them. We're not like that. There's the time when to exercise it, when not. That's Yesod, all sorts of balance. And Malchut for sure. There's the Malchut of Shamayin, and there's the Malchut of the Klippa. Okay? So these three, these, these, in, in these three, Hod, believe it or not, is like, you know, right before Yesod. Hod is the finalization of where you see the three. In other words, it stopped, the, 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 the left column stops at Hod, and the right column, Netzach, is right before Hod. Okay, then we go down to Yesod Malchut, which are like in a sense, they're the middle column finalized of everything above, but it stops at Hod. So Hod has a lot in, in uh, defining and making a decision, you know, this is where it's going to stop. Finally, before we give it over to Yesod, this is where it stops and it's going to be like this. Hod puts like the final stamp, the Chotemet, you get to get the issue, you get a permit, you know, okay, you got... We got from the legislation and the governor and this and that. Okay, boom, boom, boom. Now the final guy who has his signature makes all the deal. That makes the deal go through. That's, that's like Hod, okay? So Hod is associated a lot with Aharon. What's going on? So something's amazing about Aharon is that, in, that in Aharon is the one given the schut of giving the Birkat Kohanim. We're going to get to Birkat Kohanim coming up in the lesson. You're going to see in the Sif, he goes into Vaisa Aharon et Yada Vaivarachem. The idea of Aharon, from this Pasuk, by the way, Vaisa Aharon et Yadav El Ha'am Bevarachem, it's Parshat Shmini, right after they just built the Mishkan on Rosh Chodesh Nisan. So it says that Aharon, Rashi says, that Aharon did Birkat Kohanim. From this Pasuk in Masechet Sota, they learn a few things. They learn that it has to be done in Amidah, standing, Vaisa Aharon et Yadav El Ha'am. You can only do that, Vaisa is elevated, you can do it standing up. Also, the idea of Birkat Kohanim being with extending the hands. A coin can't just say, Yivarach it has to be with the hands. You need the hands. And they learn it from this Pasuk. What is the hands? We taught the hands are a transmitter of the, the blessings from the Shekhinah. The Shekhinah is the source of the Brachot for sure. It's not the hands of Aaron. The hands of the Kohanim are the channels to bring the Bracha from above down to the world. Okay? 
but you would think, why do I need the hands? If Hashem is like the Shechina, is the source of the bracha, let just our, and we need the Aaron for his blessing, why can't his words be enough? Why, the, why can't we have the, the Koinim standing there and their speech be the channel? Speech is something very powerful. Prayer, tefillah, Torah, everything is speech. Let the speech be the channel of the bracha. Why do I need the hands also? What do the hands signify? So the hands, amazingly, I think the Kitviari says this in the, in, the, in the Zohar, are like, in a way, a mechitza. It's like he's saying, stop. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's unbelievable. Okay? On one hand, it's bestowing. We're giving. But at the same, at the same time, it's like stopping. Adkan. What's the stopping here? What we spoke about earlier in this lesson. The only way to receive the infinite light is it has to be mate vela mate. It has to be in and out. There has to be a running and a bounce back, a refraining. And it's in the bounce back that you perceive everything you're supposed to perceive. It's crazy. You think that's opposite. You advance, advance. Like you go to university. I go learn this. I learn, I learn, I learn. I pass the test. I get my degree. I'm just going up and up and up and up. And I, my level is higher now. My paycheck is higher. Everything is higher, higher. In Judaism, you think the same thing. To become a Rosh Hashiva, to become a Gadol Ador. He's learning, he's learning. And that's what we're taught. That's the Chinuch we're given. Every second you have, Davin and learn. Davin and learn. Okay? You're massing Chochma, Chochma, Chochma. You want, though, perceptions of Ein Sof. You want the real deal. You want what the Torah is for. There's a higher Torah. There's Torah Dilatata, the Zohar says, and there's Torah Dilayla. There's the lower Torah, which is the Torah that's revealed in this world. And there's the upper Torah, which only select few have the suit to tap into. Even if you're learning Kabbalah and everything, who says you tapped into Torah Dilayla? Things that are written in a book and it's just like going to learn, have a course, Fine, that's just chokhmah, that's just absorbing wisdom. But there's the inner essence of the Torah, which doesn't come just through learning Torah. It has the, there's the memchet kinyanim. Of the memchet kinyanim, there's a lot of go, going and, and, and back, forward and back. If you look at the mem, we'll go, if you go into the memchet, memchet, memchet kinyanim of the Torah, many of them require that there's, there's a bounce. It's not just going forward. Like pilpul tamidim, chapilpul chaverim, there's shimush, there's many things that put you out of just learning. There's learning, but there's scenarios of working on your midot, which force you outside, bouncing back to develop you. And that's what he's saying here, Rabbeinu, in this lesson. That the way to perceive the real thing, the Oren Sof, which basically is the light shining, guiding your life, making you help you make the right decisions in life. What direction are you going to take? How are you going to raise your family? Who are you going to marry? Where are you going to live? How are you going to raise your children? What's going to become of you? What are you going to work on in your life? Are you going to work on midot? Are you going to work on just developing your brain? Are you going to look for bigger things? Are you going to look for the MS or MS? Or the MS? All these things, it's up to how much you pursue what's called this light, this infinite light, okay? The way to perceive it, Rabbeinu says here, Rabbi Nachman says here, is you have to have the bounce back also. As they're going forward, and then they bounce you back, which like shakes you. Because you're in, you're on the gear shift mode of running, advancing, advancing, advancing. Well, why does it? Why does it have to be like that? Man. Because we went into this many times. The or in Sof, the or in Sof, is 180 degrees opposite of this world. If someone now, he's, we're going to see coming up, you see a long paragraph there, mm -hmm. on the left column there, it's in brackets. 
Avnosin says, if a Jew just keeps on going up and up and up and up to perceive the Ein Sof, he will disintegrate, he will disappear. Because this world, Olam, my materialistic world, is 180 degrees opposed of the Orient Sof. It's two opposites. You can't have them both together like that. Like just advancing, advancing, advancing. While you're advancing, you're becoming more spiritual and less physical. And then there's no more room for the physical. If you keep on going up and up and up and up and up and up and up, you will disappear. You're saying because we need to incorporate it into something that contradicts We're it, doing something which is tarte de satre, two things which are opposite. The only format this can happen is what he brings quoting the Zohar in the beginning of the lesson and coming up is mate vela mate. You're in and you're out. You need that out. Oh, what are you doing to me? Let me leave me alone. Let me just sit in the basement of Shindon all day. That's all I want. It's justified. So Hashem says, David Melech, you want in? Okay, we have to push you out. You have to go through Shaul Melech. You have to go with your son, uh, what, what's his name again? Avshalom. You have to go through your David and Goliath. You have to do things that you're, you're Pagum from birth. They think you're Moavi velo Moavit, Amoni velo Amonit. All the things David and Melech went through, you're going to have to go through all these crazy things. Okay? That's the way to pursue. Bikesh Yaakov Leshev Veshalva. No, 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 no. Right? Yaakov says, okay. That's it. I went through what I went through. Now, and Hashem says, no, no, it's not over yet. More challenges, more challenges. The challenges in life are what build you. If you think just sitting in a basement just having a quiet life in Kolel is going to get you to your tachlis, you're wrong. It's the challenges in life that made the Chafetz Chaim the Chafetz Chaim. Again, I always say this. The smiley face on, on, on every copy of Chafetz Chaim, right? Shemar Talashon, you see a smiling tzaddik. Oh, so peaceful. Look at that beautiful smile. Do you know what he went through? Do they tell you what he went through? No, they don't tell you what he went through. They, do they, they, they write, you know, on the other side of the cover of the book, his challenges, his issues, issues, like that word, American word, his issues. His issues of Shalom Bayit, his issues of Chinuch of the children, with Parnassah, with health, with Oni, with Machloket. Do they tell you about that? No, they just tell you the nice old man, 80 years old, whatever, nice smile. Oh, that's fine, Daddy. I want to be like that, Tati, when I grew up. I want to become like that. Okay? It doesn't happen like that. Life is bouncing back, forward and back, forward and back. Like they always say, the funny analogy, the heart rate, beep, 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 he's alive. He's dead. Right? When it's down, you need the ups and downs because the downs is what builds the, builds the kaolin, the vessels, to receive the infinite light. That's how it is. It's one thing to learn your Torah and then it's to build kaolin that the Torah now will be as a means to transmit to you the Orient Sof. Okay? We won't get a Rishima because we what? We learned last time that, yeah, you remind me. that we only get the Rishima the Orient Sof. Because it says, Are you, you're, right. it's, it's still a Rishimu. It's, it's only, a, it's, that's, that, that's how the Rishimu takes place. The Rishimu is that you're bounced back, and in that you get the Rishimu. Right. So now, Aaron's hands, I mean, we're going to go into, we're not at this point holding Aaron because it's love Rabbi Shimon a little, we'll go into a little bit. That Aaron's hands are showing you the way to receive the brachot, is it has to be a bounce back. Hey, hey, stay still, right? It says that he has to raise his hands like this or like this more. I've elevated a little, okay? And when elevating hands like this, it's a, a bestowing bracha, but on condition to keep back. Keep 
back, right? When they, when he's giving the brachot, you're not allowed to look at the kohanim, look at their hands, nothing. You have to you have to look. Your the lashon of Chazal is penehem kavushim lemata. Penehem, the people that Sibur, their face is, is like stuck in the earth. That's the wording of the of Chazal. That when there's bikat kohanim, your face is down. Okay, what's going on? Look. Why not? Why not look? Ah, you have to have a bounce. You have to have a boundary. Things have to be in place. Okay? So that's why we're going to go into Aharon a lot. I don't know if now's the time because we have so much to talk about in this Pasuk. But the idea of Aharon is on one how he's giving the bracha, but it's of hod. It's of a limitation. That's the way to get the bracha. Okay? So this is the significance of Aharon. And believe it or not, Rabbi Shimu Bar Yochai corresponds to hod shivahod. Really, I want to go into Netzach Sheba Netzach, which is tomorrow night. In Breslov teachings, okay, Netzach is Gematria Nachman. And it's, right? it's also the sphere of Moshe Rabbeinu, 148. Right? Amazing, huh? Netzach is Gematria Nachman. And the association of Rabbi Nachman is associated with the Midah of Netzach. He said himself, Nitzachti v'anatzeach. Gamarti ve'egmor ani nahara metayer mikol aktami. This is our breast is going to be till it's going to be the night of Matzah in Breslov, right? Oh, tomorrow night in Breslov is a big night. No, but it's always it's always going to be this. Yeah, Breslov is going to be till Mashiach. That's what he said. He said that the time is going to come. The whole world will become Breslovers. <laughs> he said that. Rabbi Nachman says, "Lati lavo, the whole world will become Breslover Chassidim." That's what he said. Okay. Even if they don't know it. Well, they're going to they're going to know it. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna happen. He said these powerful statements. That's scary for him. he's shaking this guy. Go, what is this? <laughs> just kidding. I'm trying to figure out the means. Okay. Let's just go into this a little. They say like this: Netzach Netzach is a sphere associated with Rabbi Nachman. Hod Shebehod is associated with Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai. Just to connect a little bit, Rabbi Nachman. They say like this: the day of the week that Netzach Netzach falls. So that means it's tomorrow, it's, to, it's tonight. Sorry, that's tonight. Tuesday night, Wednesday. That same day falls the upcoming Purim. Okay, Purim, all right? No, that same day of the week falls Rabbi Nachman's yard site, Chai Tishrei. Chai Tishrei, it's, if you have a calendar, you can take a look at this. Chai Tishrei should be coming up this year, this year, or the past, take a look. Or the past of the upcoming falls on the same day of the week. We're allowed to do this because Chazal teach about plug. You know what plug is? Purim, Lag Bomer. If you want to know what day of the week Lag Bomer will fall, it's the same day that Purim falls. Well, next day okay. is not the same day. No. So how about the previous one? Okay. okay. But plug is as a teaching from Chazal. Like plug in your spark plug. Plug. Purim, Lag Bomer. It's in Shulchan Aruch even. The simanim of the kviyat of the of the mola and Rosh Chodesh. What? One second. You said the chai tishrei should be the same day of the week as 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 Nitzach Shema Nitzach, which means Wednesday. On Wednesday, so no. So the last chai was on a Friday. Okay, and coming up, you said it wasn't either. So look into this. Okay, let's keep that on the side then. The sub no, but I remember learning. There's something else significant about about Nitzach Shema Nitzach when and it's falling on the day of the week. Connected to uh, Thursday, to my it doesn't work out. No, it's, it's Wednesday. It's on a Wednesday. Okay, we'll look into it. Yeah. Yeah. What which day? Does it fall on Wednesday? Chai Chai Tishrei. 
Okay, I'll look into this. It's good I'm speaking this openly so we can put it. Coming up? Yeah. Oh, so you guys have different, so there's a third truth. <laughs> it's on Tuesday? There's an up either. Because it's on Wednesday. But if it's not, two calendars don't work out, then whatever, something's wrong. It has to be, has to be on, a, to, it's Wednesday. Wednesday. Chai, chai, the, the, Netzach of the coming is, is, is on a Thursday. Okay, fine. So yes, the 18th of the, is, is no, wait, no, never mind. It's Tuesday. I'll look into it, okay? This is brought down in Kochveor. Kochveor. That one. I've never about the significance of Rabbi Nachman's uh, sphere account and where it falls. Wednesday means Tuesday. Tonight, tonight. Tonight is Netzach Benetzach. Tuesday night, Wednesday. Here it's here it's Wednesday night, Thursday, and the last one was Chai Tishrei. Chai Tishrei, which is the which is yard side, Rabbi Nachman's yard side. How about Rosh Chodesh Nisan? Maybe it's Rosh Chodesh Nisan. Look at look at Rosh Chodesh Nisan. The past or the coming? Check both. Let's see. The coming Nisan. Rosh Chodesh Nisan is his birthday. Rabbi Nachman's birthday. Oh, okay. Let's see with the birthday, maybe. In the future. Yeah, Nisan's on Wednesday. Okay. Rosh Chodesh Nisan. Wow. Good. Okay. I think it's his birthday. It's only a Tuesday. Oh, sorry. No, no, no. No. Drop that. Okay. It's on Wednesday. Huh? Oh, wait, it's wrong here. Wait, Shredish Nisan? I got the wrong year, never mind. Are you sure? Oh, man. You guys. Yud Chet Tishrei. The coming up for Shredish Nisan's on Thursday. Okay, so that's also cancelled out. Okay, so I'll get back to you guys. I remember learning this. It's in the break. I remember Benachman, he no, does, he goes man, in this, there's a book called Chochma Ubina, and he shows you how Benachman is hinted to everywhere in the Torah. In the Ketorit. Remember we did the Ketorit? We yeah. saw Rabbi Nachman in the Ketorit. He goes into many, many, many things. This year was on... Uh, okay, I'll look into it. He goes into this in his book. There's a book called Chochma Ubina. Chochma Ubina. He has also Chochma Tvuna. It's in Kochveor. Somewhere in there. I'll look into it. Yeah. Okay. If you look, look, we have to look into that, okay? <coughs> but Netzach Sheba Netzach is more associated with Moshe Rabbeinu, who is Netzach. And Aharon is more associated with Hod. I'll look into it. There is a connection, though. It's just Netzach, which is Gematria Nachman, and Netzach and Netzach is Moshe Rabbeinu's association. It's it's Netzach is associated with uh, Moshe Rabbeinu. Okay, so in that sense it fits in, and Netzach is Gematria Nachman. That that I have for sure for now. Okay, Netzach is Gematria Nachman, and Netzach is the sphere of Moshe Rabbeinu. It's the sphere of Moshe Rabbeinu. Hod is Aaron, right? We said Avram Yitzchak Yaakov, Moshe Aaron Yosef David. Avram. Sorry, is is Chesed Yitzchak Gvura Yaakov Tiferet Netzach Moshe Rabbeinu, and he's the middle of the Menorah. You have El Mul Pnei Hamenorah Yairu Shirat Venerot. So you have Avram Yitzchak Yaakov Yosef Aaron Yosef David on this side, and Moshe Rabbeinu is the middle branch of the Menorah. You're saying the the gematria of Netzach is nothing. Yeah, and Netzach is the sphere of Moshe Rabbeinu that we have. Because Moshe is Netzach. Yeah, Moshe is Netzach, anyways. He's the representation of the sphere of Netzach. Aharon is the representation of the sphere of Hod. Okay? So... So, one second, so what's the last of Shah Hod is Aharon and not... Hod, what do you mean? We don't need to that. that the Zohar, the Arizal says clearly in the Azor that Hod is connected to Aharon. Even though he's usually Chesed. Even though he's usually Chesed, so explaining, we explain. So this idea that Ahar, the Chesed is, 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 is the beginning of the light, but it, come, it ends in Hod. Hod is the restraint caused by Birkat Kohanim. Kohanim is, is a bracha. With restraint, the restraint of the people is when they're not allowed to look. 
They have to have a restraint in looking while receiving the bracha. Bezat Hashem. Okay, and Aaron also, his hands up as if to say, stop. Shtay, shtay, shtay. You know, stay. I'm giving the bracha, but you have to stay. You have to stay on that side. It's like what's on this side of the hand and what's on this side of the hand. It's like a, it's a parisa. Parisa means like a mechitza, standing between one side and the other side. So the bracha is coming down, but with the mechitza, there's a boundary. In other words, you have to hold on. You have to, you have to be pushed back to receive this bracha of advancing. The bracha of advancing comes on condition that you, ha- you keep your place. That's how you get the bracha. Okay? This is the idea of Aharon. This also idea of Rabbi Shimon. Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai revealed the Zohar, revealed the big light, but it came down with Dini. Right? There was the fire surrounding his house. Right? When he passed away. Also revealing Safa Ditsniuta, the Ija Rabba, the Ija Zudu. talking about there's a fire around surrounding. Nobody got burned. But the idea of fire coming down is scary. When an esh comes down and it's a fire of the Gdusha, that's dinim. That's like that's severity. This is like the representation of Rabbi Shem. We have to develop it more. We'll develop it more. And Netzach is more of caring, you know, Rachmanut. That's the Moshe Rabbeinu. Who's chosen to be the Roya Neiman? Because his whole thing was to give love and caring. You might say to me, one second, Aharon was Oiv Shalom, Rodev Shalom, also, what's going on? We have to develop this. But this, a little bit, is just to give you a feeling of the connection between Rabbi Shem Yochai and Aharon Akoyim. We'll develop it more, Bezat Hashem, as we get closer, Bezat Hashem. Okay? Now, one thing, yes, we can mention is that Rabbi Shem Yochai was the tikkun of the students of Rabbi Akiva. He was the best example of a prime Talmud of Rabbi Akiva. Because it says, right, that Rabbi Akiva had how many? 24,000 Talmudim, and they passed away because they were lacking. They were lacking in Ava Tchaverim, Ava Rechad And the rectification came that, that Rabbi Akiva then went Ladarom to the south, and he taught five Talmudim. One of them was who? Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai. Okay. Two days ago. Not bad. Wow, it's in Yevamot. Right, it's in Yevamot. Thank you. I remember that. Right. So, so here you see that Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai was, if he was able to stop the plague of the twenty-four thousand, where they stopped on that date, whatever. There's all people on the Cheshbon. How, when did they exactly pass, so stop passing on? Was it while Rabbi Shimon Baruch was alive? Was it out? It's not clear. I, I, we have to look, I, have to, I honestly have to look into to the, to the matter. When was the timing of the passing? Which is where we stopped mourning on, on Lag Bomer because Rabbi Shimon Baruch passed away. And there's no mourning because his, his greatness is like the opposite of, of, the, of the, the deen activated because of the, the passing of the 24,000 Talmudim. But the point is, he is an example of a good Talmud, of Rabbi Akiva. And who is Rabbi Akiva? Do you remember we went into Rabbi Akiva? We went into him a little, right? This verse over here. Torah Elokav Bilibo, Lotim Adashurav. Do you remember we went into this? We have to do it again, I guess. Or maybe we didn't. Uh, yeah, yeah, maybe the Shari guys didn't come to it. That's, that's the whole thing, right? So this, okay, we'll, 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 you know what? Let's say Rabbi Akiva. Let's go into the Psukim now. And from here, we'll go into Rabbi Akiva. And then from that, we'll go back to Rabbi Shimon Baruch. So look at this Torah. It's amazing how everything connects, by the way. It's amazing. So we're, this is where we're holding. And again, we'll go back to Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Shimon Baruch. 
Torah Eloka Bilibo. This is Chazar, by the way. We did this with the other guys. When you guys were away, we did this. Vezeh Bechinat in Seif Gimel, right? Torah Kavdalit, Seif Gimel. Vezeh Bechinat, Torah Eloka Bilibo, Lotim Adar Shura. Rabbi Nachman wants to prove now that when a person is Zoche to do mitzvot besimcha, and by doing that, he elevates the Shechina and the mitzvah that was trapped in the klipot, he's able to pull it out, like what the Ketoret does, that's what the Ketoret does also. That's why saying Ketoret helps a person to be besimcha, because they both have the same power. They have the power to take out the, the Kedusha trapped in the, in the evil, in the Tumah, and to bring it out. So Ketoret does that. Doing mitzvot does that. So Ketoret equals simcha. And therefore, saying Ketoret also is mesugal to get you to be besimcha bezat Hashem. Okay? Once now you're able to extract the mitzvah that was trapped dormant for, in a person, in his neshama, in his life for so long, so now the mitzvah is on a roll. Okay? This can be compared to when a person, he was sleeping in his avodat Hashem. Here's the wake up call. person was sleeping. Okay? And then all of a sudden he wakes up. You found something? What did you find? It says, it says that uh, the day that Lagba Omer is, is always going to be on Kha'ir and Fetishri. Chayna, but nothing but Netzach is Netzach. And it says that, that, uh, that I didn't get to see Okay, but like Baomer, I know. Peleg. Purim, like Baomer, and Chay Tishra are the same thing. And Chayir. And Chayir. Yeah, like Baomer. Like Baomer. Right, okay, fine. You could put the strap there. Okay. And Chay Tishri. And Chay Tishri. Right, that was the whole thing. put the strap there. Okay. So, wh- when a person is sleeping and then he wakes up, so when he wakes up, he wakes up. I want to become a better Jew. I want to do everything properly. I want now to have kosher the mahadrin. I want to wear a hat now. I want to have long pants. I want to have a long beard. I want to wear a bekishen. I want to start davening with a gartel. I want to start do- doing this. Person's on a roll. I want to start getting up at chatzot and start davening nets. A person's on a roll, on a roll, on a roll. Why is that happening? Because the mitzvah was so dormant by a person, and he finally got it out, so it has repercussions. It has effect, and the person now is on a roll. This explains, for example, Baal when they start on a big fire, it's because they woke up a mitzvah that was dormant, whether they caused it or an external force caused it, whatever, it woke up, and now it's on a holech le'orer. It goes to get things, everything moving. Okay? Also, someone who's not a Baal someone who was born from, but you know, out of it, like dead, you know, I'm doing it a status quo from status quo from because everyone else is from and, uh, and that's the, everyone else is doing it, so I have to do it also, right? And then such a person wakes up to uh, the real reality of his life. Why am I slipping my life away? What am I doing? And the person begins to wake up. So again, it's on a roll. That's what he teaches here now. The mitzvah is now going to wake up. So Rabbi Nachman's first proof is this pasuk here. What it says here in Tehillim, chapter 37. Torah elokav belibo. Lo timad Ashurav. I said I went to this a few times already. I, I guess we'll go over again. Okay. The, he's reading it like this: Torah Eloka Bilibo, Lo timad Ashurav, because the Torah of the Lord of Hashem, of the Lord of the person, the mitzvot is up in his heart, which means he's elevated the mitzvah to the level of the heart. Natata Simcha Belibi. Remember, we said there's a difference between Vayitatzev. Elibo as opposed to Belibo. Belibo, he brought a pasuk earlier. Natata Simcha Belibi Hashem, you place Simcha in my heart. In the heart is Bina in the Kabbalah. That means the mitzvah is able now to go up towards Bina. Okay? 
So he's saying here, when the Torah, the, the, the Torah, the instruction of Elokim, which is Rabbi Nachman's definition of mitzvot, he calls the mitzvot Torah Elokav, because what is a mitzvah? The mitzvah, the goal of a mitzvah, is to connect this world to Hashem. Mitzvah is a connector, tzvat. You're connecting what to what? You're connecting this physical dark world to Hashem. That's what a mitzvah does, okay? So because this world is the area of judgments, of dinim, of, of concealment, so then the name Elohim is associated with this world. So the Torah of Elokav, when he succeeds in lifting up the mitzvot, which are called Torah Elokav, because the place the mitzvot are taking place is in this world. You don't do the mitzvot in heaven, the mitzvot are here, right? We don't go to a cemetery with the tzitzit out because we're making fun of the dead people. They can't do mitzvot anymore. Mitzvot are only in this world, that's it. Until the kever is mitzvot, that's it. Mitzvah are until the kever, period. Well, why? Because that's the whole idea of a mitzvah. The mitzvah is to connect this world to Hashem. So it's a place of challenges, difficulties, darkness. And in this we do the mitzvot, okay? So the Torah, the instruction of Elohim is elevated to Belibo. As a result, he reads like this, Lo timad ashurav, that his legs don't stumble. He, he won't stumble in his legs. Okay? So he goes on. That the legs are not Ashurim. Ashurav is the legs. We'll go into this. Why are the legs called Ashurim? Do you know this? There's a Midrash that says that the, mitz, the mitzvah are called Ashurim because what type of a mitzvah does this? The mitzvah that a person does besimcha. And he says, Ashreinu. The mitzvah are called legs because it's Ashrai. Ashrenu Tamibu do a mitzvah. So that's what he's saying. Ashurav, the legs now are not stumbling. I've elevated to the I've reached the level of getting the legs moving. The mitzvah went up to the level of the legs. Because I'm doing the mitzvah Basimcha, and that's hinted to in the word Ashurav. That I'm saying Ashrenu, I'm happy that I have the schut of doing a mitzvah. So Simcha doing the mitzvah is hinted in the legs over here. Ashurav. Amazing. Okay? So he's Rabbeinu saying. The seifa lotimada shurav is a result of the resha. I was able to do the mitzvot with joy. Belibo means joy because the verse reads natata simcha belibi. So as a result, lotimada shurav shehi olechet leorem. Okay, this clear? Yeah, yeah. This is the pshat. Okay. Now let's go a step further. I wanted to go so much to the next page because I because we went through this already four times already. This is like the fourth time I'm doing it again. This uh, this. You guys didn't hear this, right? We didn't go into this at all? This is new for you guys. Okay. The Gemara in Moed Katan brings a story of Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva lost two children, two young boys, and big amounts of Jewish people, Amisro, came to Nichum Avelim at the Levaya. Hundreds, maybe thousands of people came because Rabbi Akiva was already famous. You know, if he had 24,000 Talmudims, you can imagine how famous he was. So the thousands of Jews came to console Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva stood on a, a bench at the Levaya, and he said to all to the Jewish people, the Amisel that came, he said, if, if I would have even lost two son-in-laws right now, I would have been consoled. What's he saying? What, what in the world does that mean? You know, the, the Mepharshim, they give all types of Mepharshim. One makes the most sense. When a man has a son-in-law that passes away, it's more painful than losing a son. Why? Because, you know, we say, Hashem do for the sake of the orphans and the widows. We never say on the, on the, the behalf of the widowers, 
Widows, why? It's a bigger loss to lose a father than to lose a mother. Why? Because the mother is there to give the pampering and the love and the care, okay? To make sure the child sprouts healthy and strong and everything. But who gives the hashkafa to the child? Who guides the child what to do? It's the father's job. The mitzvah chinuch and Talmud Torah and everything is from the father, okay? When that's taken away and there's no hajracha for a child, that's the biggest loss. So losing son-in-laws is more painful than losing a son. So he said, Rabbi Kiva, if I would have lost son-in-laws now, two son-in-laws, you heard this probably from last year. This you probably remember. Okay? I would have, I, so many of you came because Nichma Avelim is like visiting a sick person. Just like it says that when a person's sick and every time somebody comes, they take away one sixtieth of the sickness. So too, when a person has, has an Avel, the more people come to Menachem, they take away one sixtieth of the Avelut, of the Tsar. It goes away. That's the idea of Nichum Avelim. Nichum Avelim, you're actually doing a consolation, you're doing a healing here. There's something good happening here. So Bikiva said, I re- I've received con- consolation. Okay? And then he said like this, the Gemara says, you guys are coming to me. Why, why, did, you guys, why, did, why did you guys come to me now? If, if it's because I'm called Akiva, he said, there's many Akivas in the Shuk. The Gemara says this. There's many Akivas in the Shuk. What does that mean? There's many Akivas who, have, who are rich like me. That's what, that's what Rashi says there. There's many Akivas who are rich like me, so it's not because I'm wealthy. Ah, you guys are coming to me to console me, Nichum Avelim, because you hold of me this Pasuk, Torah Elokav Belibo, the, the, the Torah of, of, the, of Hashem, of the Elokim, is in Rabbi Akiva's heart, and as a result, Lotim Ada Shurav, his legs, Rashi says the children are called legs, right? Bre, Kar'ed Avu, the son is like the leg of the father. So, because you hold of me that I have the Torah of Elokim in my heart, my legs won't falter, I will have more Tamidim and more children, so that's why you're coming to me. So he says, that's the case. I have received consolation. You guys can all go back. What in the world is going on in this Gemara? Okay? It's something amazing. This is a perush that brings in the name of the Or Zorah. This is a known thing in the poskim. The Or Zorah had a question, how do you write Akiva? With a He at the end or an Aleph? Nafka mina for what? Forget. Ktuba, get, whatever. Okay? How do you write Akiva? Normally we know how to write Akiva. For an Aleph, right? He felt that you could write with a hey. So our Arzur says they came to him in a chalom and they revealed to him a pasuk that hints that Akiva is with a hey. What's the pasuk? It's funny. He wrote the sefer called Or Zarua. They revealed him the pasuk, Or Zarua, La Tzadik, Ol Yishrei Simcha. So Or, there's light shining to Sofetevot, Zarua, Ain, La Tzadik, Kuf, Ol Yishrei Yud, Lev, Bet, Simcha, Hey. Okay, Akiva with a he. But believe it or not, that's in the Pshat. Rav Chaim Vital says the same thing. Rav Chaim Vital says that the Arizal says that Rabbi Akiva is hinted to in Sofei Tevod of this Pasuk. Or That's why in Anil Kippur, we say it, everyone's the whole kid, the whole Kal says Or Zarwalatzadik twice, right? We say it twice? Three times? Wow, we, th- we say it twice. That's why we say it twice. But the, the idea of saying on Yom Kippur, because they're to commemorate Rabbi Akiva, who passed away. He was killed on Yom Kippur. Rabbi Kippur was killed on Yom Kippur. We activate his chut on Or Zarwala Tzadik, Or Yishev Simcha on the beginning of Yom Kippur to activate the memory of, of him passing away as a kapara. He's, he's like the, he was like the spitz 
of the Asara Harugi Malchut, the ten martyrs. He was the Shpitz, Rabbi Akiva. He corresponds to the Shechina, believe it or not. Of the ten brothers that were the Gilgulim, I don't know if you know about this, it says that the, the, the ten uh, Asara Harugi Malchut were Gilgulim of the brothers of Yosef. Okay? So Rabbi Akiva, well, there's, there's, there's less than ten. How many are there? There's nine. Take away Binyamin, take away Yosef. There's 12 brothers of Yosef and Binyamin, okay? Am I right? One second, who's yes. missing here? Reuven, Reuven wasn't in it, right, Reuven. So, so, so why 10 instead of 9? Nine? So nine brothers on the Shekhinah. So who's connected, who's connected to Shekhinah? Rabbi Akiva. Okay, Rabbi Akiva's wow. connected to Shekhinah. Unbelievable, okay? And he also corresponds to Yosef. So Arizal says, that's why he's called Akiva ben Yosef, because he's the Gilgul of the Shekhinah and also Yosef at Tzadik. He didn't have to be punished, but he was the Shekhinah. And in this case, which brother is he corresponding to that corresponds to the Shekhinah? Yosef HaTzadik. Because Yosef HaTzadik was able to bring the Shekhinah to Mitzrayim with his Kedusha and that he stood up the test and became the, the Viceroy of Paro. That means he brought Kedusha to Mitzrayim. He brought the Shekhinah to Mitzrayim. So in Kivyachol, he's the representation of the Shekhinah as, 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 as Yosef. That's why he's called Akiva ben Yosef. Okay? This is amazing. There's a lot of depth in this Indian here. Uh, should we go into it already? I don't know yet. Because like, Rabbi Kiva is going to pop up again. In Vatelech Yad Bnei Yisrael, Aloch Vekasha, again Rabbi Kiva is going to pop up. He comes up a few times, Rabbi Kiva, Rabbi Kiva, in this lesson. Okay, hit it. But let's go back here. Let's, let's let go on in this point here. Rabbi Kiva was saying to them like this, If you think I'm Akiva of an Aleph, there's many Akivas of an Aleph. Ah, you hold of me Akiva with a Hey. What is, it? What is the Hey? They come from which word? Ul Yishreilev Simcha. Okay? So he said to the Jewish people, You hold about me, Torah Elokav, Belibo. What's Belibo? Ul Yishreilev Simcha. The Simcha is in his heart. Okay, got that? This is amazing. You hold of me that I'm Baal Simcha. Why, you got, why is Amiso coming to me? Because I'm a Kiva with a hey, and the hey comes from Simcha. That I know how to do the mitzvah b'simcha. How do we know Rabbi Kiva knows how to do the mitzvah b'simcha? How did he die? He died with a smile on his face. Right? When they were peeling his skin, the Romans, with the brushes, the metal brushes, he was smiling. And they said to him, Rabbeinu, why, why are you smiling? He said, I waited my whole life to die on this, to do this mitzvah, to die in Kiddush Hashem. I'm not going to be happy now. And then also when Turtus Rufus gave the psaq that he has to be killed, it says in the Midrash that he started to crack up. He said, you're cracking up in a, in, a, in a courthouse? You should be crying in serious. He said, again, he said, I'm, I'm so happy because I finally got to do this mitzvah b'simcha. I get to do this mitzvah, I'm not going to be happy. So Rabbi Akiva is the representation of simcha, okay? Of a true Rabbi. Belibo. Belibo always is simcha because the verse reads, Natata simcha belibi. Atzvut is what? Vaitatsev. Elibo. Elibo is atzvut because it's a distance. Belibo is always joy. Okay, natata simcha belibi. So Bikiva held, Bikiva was telling the people, you hold that I'm a kiva of a hey, which is the simcha, the hey of simcha. Right? Udi Shoelev simcha. The hey comes from that. So because Torah Elokav belibo, you guys hold me that I'm someone, a master of doing the mitzvot besimcha. And as a result, Lotimada Shurav, that's why you guys came to me. Why are the Jewish people coming to Rabbi Akiva? Because his mitzvot were done with such simcha that they went to wake up everybody. So he woke up 24,000 Talmidim, okay? The problem was, even though he woke them up, there was a blemish between them. There was, it, they, they died. 
So you can imagine when Rabbi Kiva lost 24,000 Talmudin, what did he begin to think? That I'm the problem. It's not them the problem. If I couldn't succeed in giving a Torah in a format that's lasting, that means I'm lacking in Simcha. Because what, what gives continuity to Torah when it's given over by Simcha? Someone gives over Torah like this, you have to do like this, you have to do it like this. The person says, so long, brother, take it easy. I don't need this garbage, chas shalom, I don't need this, right? But when the Torah is given with Ahava and Simcha, that's lasting. What does a child remember from a Rebbe? He remembers the, the, the Simcha give, that is given over, the Gishmak. That's what gives me the motivation to want to do the Torah when it's received in a Simcha format. And if a Deen format, I'm not interested. I'm not interested in this, like that. It has to talk to me. How does it talk to me? With Simcha. So Rabbi Kiva lost his Tamidim, okay? What did he begin to think? I'm the problem. But he was strong, Rabbi Akiva. His proof that it was real Simcha is that he didn't give up and he taught another five Tamidim. And in these five was his Hatzlacha. Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai, Rabbi Shimon bar Yochai. His Hatzlacha was in these five Tamidim. The Spitz being again, Rabbi Shimon bar Yochai, okay? Rabbi Shimon bar Yochai said, Anan bechavivuta talia milta. Rabbi Shimon said before passing away in the Idra in the Idra Zuta. Am I right? Idra Zuta. He says our thing is dependent upon love. Our thing is love. He says the reason why we are the opposite of my Rebbe, Rabbi Kiva, and his Talmidim, why me, Rabbi Shimon Bayochai, and my Talmidim will succeed, is because our thing is based on love. There they didn't have that love. I received my love from Rabbi Akiva. So I'm a Talmud Rabbi Akiva. I succeeded in getting it properly. I'm the proof that Rabbi Akiva is a true Rabbi and is a Rabbi of Simcha. That he's not Chas Shalom. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm upside down. Maybe I'm wrong. If, if 24,000 Talmudim died, which was a big Makkah, you can imagine. So I must, be, I, must be, I, must, I, I must not be Raui fitting to give over Torah. But when he saw that, he succeeded with these five. And especially Rabbi Shimon who says, Anan Our thing is based on love. This was the, this was the mafreya to show this, the, the truth, the standing of, of Rabbi Akiva, that his Torah is a Torah of Simcha. Okay? Torah Taluka Bilibo, hinting to Rabbi Akiva, as a result, Lotimada Shurav. And this is what he said at the, the Levaya, that all these Yidin are coming to the Levaya because my mitzvot have an impact on general ramifications. He says, Rabbi Nachman, that when a tzaddik does a mitzvah, he's, he's a neshama klali. You have. The Arizal says like this, that the Jewish people are arranged like a tree. You have the trunk of the tree, the main branches, smaller branches, smaller, 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 into the leaves. So he says, the Tzadik Yisodolam, like Moshe Rabbeinu, is the trunk. Everything is like that. All, the main part of the tree is the trunk. And then you have main branches, other Tzadikim, like this, Shivim Zekenim, Chur, Aharon, okay, Yoshua, uh, okay, uh, Avram, Yitzhak, Yaakov, if you want to say it, we can go into details. But the other branches are the lower, lesser tzaddikim. And you get the lesser and lesser until the regular pshuteyam. The regular yirin are like the, the leaves. The, the twigs and the leaves at the end of the tree. Okay? So that means every, when a tzaddik does something, and he, he's a tzaddik, he's a main branch, or he's the trunk, it has ramifications on all Israel. When a tzaddik does a mitzvah, okay, he's doing the mitzvah like you are. But when he does it, it has ramifications of all the world. It goes all, it goes everywhere. <laughs> it goes shooting everywhere because it's like a trunk. It goes shooting everywhere. Okay, so the, so the, so this idea that Rabbi Kiva was saying, so many hidden got an arousal to come to do the mitzvah of Nichum Avenim, 
because my mitzvah have power. Because you guys hold about me, and it's true. He was, he was trying to justify it. My legs won't squander, won't falter, won't fall, won't stumble, and the mitzvah has impact, okay? We also pointed out, until now in the lesson, was the mitzvah that you do yourself. In other words, between you and Hashem, that you're having a down and atzvut, and you fight back with doing the mitzvah b'simcha. At this point, once you've done a mitzvah now, it has ramifications on the rest of the world. Okay, now it's, it's, that's what he says. The mitzvah now goes to wake up. That's how it is. That if a Jew is matzliach in what he's doing, he can't now keep it to himself. The nature of something which is good is he has to spread it out. You can't keep it to yourself. You can't be a, a Jew just for yourself. If you are being matzliach in what you're doing and serving Hashem, it's your obligation now to spread it to others now. To start sharing it with other people. Okay? Each one has a different way of doing it. But the Torah, you see, Torah and Gdusha is once you, you, you receive it, it's meant now to share. We're collective. Can't be, okay, I, I'm Matzliach, I'm going to be my, again, the Avrech guy in the Kolel, and he's just in this tiny world and a whatever. Maximum starts writing down his Chidushim, okay? And hopefully he gets to print the Sefer and people get to learn the Sefer. That's great. That's one way to do it. Another guy, it's by teaching. Another guy, it's, everything is different. Everyone has a different format. Uh, how he goes out to Am Yisrael to get the world to wake up to, to serve Hashem, right? I, th- I think I told you guys, the Chafetz Chaim, when he was young, he once was in a shul in some city, and in the shul, people were talking and talking and talking, and he was a young Bachur, he got on the bima, and he banged, and he said, my boy said, it's us to talk in the davening and this, they picked him up and he threw him out of the shul, okay? Past 50 years, and he became the Chafetz Chaim, the Chafetz Chaim, wow, the Chafetz Chaim. He came to that same shul, and now they see him, you know, the Chafetz Chaim. He's a Rosh Hashiva and a Rav and Mishnah Bura and everything. Wow. So they honor him and everything. And he told them exactly that. He says, you know, I was here 50 years ago, and I told you guys not to talk during davening, and you guys kicked me out. Now I'm telling you, and you guys will listen to me, right? So I'm telling you, don't talk during the davening. They listen. Now they listen, right? Because you want to change the world, it starts with you. It starts with starting with you. So that's, that's what Rabbeinu is saying here. That when you are stuck, okay, you, it's a sign from Hashem, He wants you to get out. That's why you're stuck in the first place. Hashem knows that you, ha- he has, you have it in you to get out of the atzvut, to get out of doing the mitzvah like a drag, to get, can start getting, be getting awakened. Once this happens and you feel the light, you can't keep it to yourself anymore. It has to be shared. Because the nature of something good is it has to spread. It has to spread. Okay? So this is hinted to in here. We went a lot. I went off a lot. We'll continue Rabbi Kiva, Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Kiva next week. What, what? Whenever you do a mitzvah, it's automatic that it spreads? That's what it makes it sound like. It's like life. life. He said originally, <laughs> he said, he said, <laughs> how does the Siv Gimel begin? We're in Siv Gimel, right? And he didn't even say it, he said, when your man does any mitzvah, any mitzvah, even if I didn't do b'simcha, yesh koach mitzvah lelech uleorer it's amazing how we're stuck so long on the seat. <laughs> I thought seat bed was, a, was tricky. We're stuck a long time on the seat bed. But it's going slowly, visit the ship. Okay, we'll stop here. Okay, I, I really wanted to continue on the next pasuk, Halichot Eli. Okay, uh, but visit the ship. We'll, um, just one quick chidush, okay? Rabbeinu, he brings two psukim. Okay, it's the first pasuk we just went through. Period. 
And also, the next Pasuk, another Pasuk in Psalms 68, right? Uh, the, the Pasuk begins, Ra'u halichotecha elokim, halichot keli malki bakodesh. Rabbeinu takes just the safe of the Pasuk, halichot eli malki bakodesh, and he says, Keshemalin malchut letoch hakdusha, which is the Seifa, Malki Bakodesh, when I elevate the Malchut, which is the Mitzvah, which is the Shechina, by doing the, doing the Mitzvah B'Simcha, I elevate the Malchut into Kedusha. When does Malchut Bakodesh, Keshem Ali Malchut Letoch Kedusha? He Malbeshet et Halichot Eli, the Resha. Halichot Eli, what's Halichot Eli? Halichot are the two legs, Netzach and Hod. Keli, in the Sefirot, Kel, corresponds to Yesod. Look at the map here quickly. Okay, there's a map here of divine names and their association with the Sfirot. So the name Kel, what does he say here? Kel is associated with Yesod. Where is it? Come on, where are you? Here, really. Shad Shaddai, Kel Chai. Kel Chai, okay? Kel has, has Keli, is like, is, is, is Kel Yesod in a sense, they say. Eli. So Kel is also Chesed, but it's also in Yesod. Halichot Eli is a reference to the three Sfirot of Netzachot Yesod. Halichot is plural. Halichot. Tan Halicha. Halichot. So it's two legs. That's Netzach and Od. And then Keli is Yesod. So Netzachot Yesod. So he's reading here the, the Pasuk. Halichot Keli. I'm able to elevate the mitzvah to walk. Then the mitzvah can now move and get people aroused, it's going, the mitzvah is going, how? Because of Malki Bakodesh, the Seifa, okay? So now, I just wanted to give a chidush, the beginning of the Pasuk, Rabbi Nachman, when he quotes a Pasuk, the entire Pasuk fits in now, even though he quotes only a piece of the Pasuk, he quote, he's quoting here, Halichot Keli Malki Bakodesh, how about the beginning of the Pasuk? Ra'u Halichotecha Elokim, this will finish quickly, so Ra'u Halichotecha Elokim, there's three chidushim here, number one, that it, the, the pshat, what Rashi says there, this capital, Samachet 68, goes on Yetziat Mitzrayim, Kriyat Yamsuf, Matan Torah, Har Sinai, okay? So, so Ra'u Halichotecha Elokim, Rashi says, quoting the Midrash and Targum also, Amisho saw Hashem how you split the Red Sea. It's as if Hashem was stamping into the sea. We saw your footsteps by the splitting of the Red Sea. So Ra'u Halichotecha Elokim. Am saw, you did something which is totally supernatural. Water, and you make footsteps, you make a pathway to walk in the water. Ra'u halichotech elokim, for sure. Halichot elim al-kiba kodesh, you know, this is the result. So in our context, you see, he's telling you at the middle point, halichot keli is because of Malkiba kodesh. And what's before that? Malkiba kodesh means elevating the mitzvah, okay, into the kedusha. How? We said, by doing the mitzvah b'simcha. And how do you be b'simcha? If you see Hashem doing for you supernatural miracles, which is happening to every Jew every day. Rabbi Hashem says you have to be stupid not to see the chasadim and miracles that Hashem is doing to you every day. If you're, if you're not, you're, you're being blocked. You know, you're, you're, something, is, something is wrong that you don't see it. Okay? So when a Jew sees the miracles that Hashem is doing for him, ra'u halichot as a result, I'm able to do halichot elim malki bakodesh. That's number one. Number two, I know, you're, I know you're tired, man, I know, but this is why this is a good chidush. Ra'u halichotecha elokim is a remis to learning halacha. You hear this? The power of learning halacha is what? When a person does something wrong, what's his immediate tendency? 
Ich, you're chayav karet, you're chayav mita, you're finished, you're nay, person on himself. Or on other people. Look at that guy, the guy, he deserves, you know, 70 years gehenam, kafakela, that guy's finished, right? <laughs> Why? We're judging out of emotion. But when you learn halacha, it's not the case. Also, chazal, always look for loopholes to make it good for a person. When a Sanhedrin killed someone in 80 years, they were considered bad. Why? Because it was up to the Sanhedrin to find a loophole in halacha, how the person is not chayav, but he's zakai. Okay? Also, when a sincere Jew does something wrong, and it bothers him, okay? And he starts putting himself down, when he goes to a Rav and he tells the Rav what he did, the Rav is able to show him it wasn't as bad as you thought. Here, I'll show you, look, this Pesach says, that bishat dachak, you didn't eat treif, don't worry. No, I eat treif. Oh my God. You know, oh, oh it fell in this and we ate this and finished and that. Something, something tiny and the person takes it. I don't believe what they're putting here. This is ridiculous. And then, well, you have to help me get this off soon, whatever is popping up, okay? The person, he's so severe, but when he goes to a Rav and a Rav knows Allah, he shows, hey, take it easy. Hey, hey, hey. It wasn't as bad as you think it is. It, it was wrong, Yes. But there's room that you have a, a, a loophole and a leniency that you're okay. You want to be better, but don't kill your don't don't stamp on, upon yourself. That's why learning halacha is so important. Because learning halacha, halichotecha When I learn the halacha and see that it's not as bad as I thought, I'm not as rasha as I, as I thought I am, or I'm being told I am. I'm not as bad. Oh, my wife, she forgot to light seven candles for Shabbos. She lit only six. Oh, I'm finished. And that's not a good sign. We're going to lose children now. And it's a bad, you know, they say you have to light kids according to the candles according to the kids. And you don't, you don't go down. Oh, now we, she lit only six, not seven. I'm going to lose my children. And that. Right? The, calm down. Calm down. There's halacha, okay? That's number two. Number three, the spitz, ready? Ra'u halichotecha elokim. By learning the kutei halachot. You hear me? Learning the kutei halachot is such a lifesaver. Okay, ra'u halichotecha elokim. When the Yidin learn the kutei halachot, that gives you such tchet ametim, mamash, there's nothing like Rav Nassim's kutei halachot. As a result, halichot eli malki bakodesh. We'll stop here. Alright? Thank you. Thank you, Hashem. Alright, thank you everybody for joining. Yeah, yeah.